Maseches Ksubos Davkuv Zayin. After a full daf discussing different brightot of cases where the husband had gone overseas and his wife is demanding sustenance, assuming that he is not coming back, he has passed away. The Gemara at the end, tail end of that entire discussion, just a few lines before the Mishnah Ahmed Beis, the Gemara quotes some uh, totally unrelated halachot as a derech agav. Just by the way, we're mentioning some halachot. Here are some other ones that don't really have anything to do with what was just mentioned. One of these is related to the halachos of tefillas kalim, of preparing vessels and utensils for use for kosher food preparation and eating and so on, and that requires them to be brought into the mikvah. We learned from Rabbi Zvid about an earthenware vessel, klicheres, that has a coating on it, and it's covered on top of the of the earthenware. It could be used to hold kosher food, kosher wine. What was the coating? What was that made of? So Rashi on the spot says that it was oferes, it was lead. But Rabbeinu Tam and Tosot disagreed and explained that the coating on the earthenware was a type of glass. Assuming this cup was used for pagan or idolatrous services, so long as the coating was black or white, the Gemara says the cup could be used for kosher after toveling it, but if the coating is green, this has an element in it that allows absorption into the earthenware, and that would be problematic. We would assume that any wine that would have been used by the pagan idolatrous people would already be inside of that vessel. La halacha, we follow this opinion of Rav Zvid. So let's take a step back and review some fundamentals of tefillas kalim on a derisa level, only objects of metal. This comes from the end of Sefer Bamidbar. Gold, silver, copper, iron, tin, and lead. Those are the six metals that are mentioned. All of those require immersion in a mikvah with a blessing, with a bracha, on a Torah level. The rabbis came along in the Gemara Nebuchadnezzar and also required glass and korel to undergo bracha with tefillah, of course. Tefillah with a bracha, glazed chinaware, and the like are a dispute. And the common practice is to indeed put them, immerse them in a mikvah, but do that, do so without a bracha. Best to save up vessels, utensils that a person will want to use when one also has something that's required in a Torah level for a metal one, so that all the others are subsumed under that one. By the way, the rationale behind Tovel and Glass, which is mentioned in the Gemara, that it can be melted down and then reformed into a vessel, it's based on the Gemara Nebuchadnezzar, Ayin Hayamud Beis. In other words, is glass more like metal or like earthenware? That's essentially the fundamental question which would lead us to figure out whether or not it would require immersion with a blessing without a blessing. Since it has the element of being melted down like metal, the rabbis required a tefillah. Then came the materials such as plastic, which is an interesting one since it, it too can be melted down like glass, but it can't be forged in fire because it's made of organic matter. And as well, many quote the Magan of Ram, Simon Shin Aleph, Siv Katanun Ches, in this context, which we've discussed this Magan Avram in the past, in different places, that we are not in a position to extend a institution of Chazal, Takanas Chazal, even when it is similar to the original case. Although the post-game debated it, I saw in the OU Kosher Tvilas Kalem guide that plastic does not need to be toval. The spiritual idea of Salvechik and others said is behind the institution of immersion of, of one's vessels, utensils into a mikvah is a conversion. It's a gear of the cleats, making the cleat quote-unquote Jewish. As Jews, as a Jew, we don't just 
by a pot or a pan, we engage in a process of transformation and elevation as we try to do so in many other areas of our lives.